How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. You only want what's best for your baby. And so does BJ's. BJ's offers a variety of baby products that will take you from playtime to bath time to bedtime and beyond. Shop now through September 24th at BJ's for $3 off Johnson's, Aveeno, or Desitin baby products. Only the best will do when it comes to caring for your little ones and for parents, too. Give your baby that special care and save big at BJ's. Welcome to The Approach Shot, the golf show that's more laughs than links, more stories than strokes, more guffaws than golfers. Here are the hosts of The Approach Shot, John Ashton and Neil Michaels. It is us, John Ashton, Neil Michaels, collectively known as The Approach Shot. I live in San Diego, as you know, and I generally don't, when it's not winter or the dead of summer, Mm-hmm. I generally don't do the my weather is better than your weather thing, mm-hmm. but I do enjoy doing that for you. Like when because golf ends in November mm-hmm. and I can play all year long, mm-hmm. but it's 74 degrees here today. And I mm-hmm. live on the part of San Diego. That's about 10 degrees hotter than everybody seems to know. Mm-hmm. So usually it's in the eighties, low nineties here in, in the summer, which still isn't so bad. I have a, a, set of business meetings that I'm going to tomorrow in Mm -hmm. Phoenix, Arizona, Mm. it's supposed to be 104. And I'm hoping to, um, to go see Luis Zendejas, our buddy, Mm -hmm. and have him show me his setup in the backyard um, where he has all these guys come and, you know, he teaches them to kick for free and puts them up for free, but it's going to be 104. Mm -hmm. But it's going to be dry heat. (laughs) You know who says that? People who don't live in Phoenix. Because <laughs> I'll tell you this, 104 of dry heat still is much worse than 74 degrees of any kind of heat. <laughs> and I did this on purpose. I tell you, I had a job interview in Phoenix once. I, I was in living in Atlanta and I left Atlanta at 830 in the morning. Yeah. And it was it was summertime and it was like 79 degrees with about 82 percent humidity, as it normally right. is in Atlanta in the summertime. That's an Atlanta day. Yeah. Landed at 930 in Phoenix and it was uh, 98 degrees with about 11 percent humidity. OK, so you okay. had both ends of the spectrum. I did. I did. And? and well, I mean, I still I think I left four layers of skin on the upholstery of the car that was driving <laughs> me home when I, when I got out of the job interview. Uh, still was very, very hot. I'm sorry. Very hot. And they say with the, the humidity, you know, it's, it's, you can leave your front door. And by the time you get to your car, you need to take a shower again. Mm-hmm. I tend to think in 104, the same applies. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You kind of evaporate rather quickly, but I'll let you know. You know. Well, you do that. We've got a great guest, a legendary guest. We're talking college basketball. 
Can we can we get a rousing chorus of basketball Jones? I got a bet. No, I didn't think so. You we'll told be- me a long time ago, no singing. No singing. I'll be right back. <laughs> and I may bring Neil with me, along with Coach Lon Kruger. Hang out with us. We are the Approach Shot. Happy Memorial Day weekend. Now that it's warmer, as the shopper and part-time cook in my family, I'm looking to spend less time grocery shopping and cooking. That's why I'm so glad I found Factor. With Factor, I don't have to meal plan or prep, and I can still eat well. Factor delivers chef-crafted meals to your doorstep, eliminating the hassle of grocery shopping and meal prep, not to mention cleanup. Each Factor meal arrives pre-prepared and ready to eat in just two minutes. These are fresh, never-frozen prepared meals that are so delicious you won't believe they're actually good for you. This week, my wife had the pork tenderloin and cheesy cabbage, and I had the loaded bacon and spinach chicken. Yes, they are as mouth-watering as they sound. Change your eating habits today. Head to go.factor75.com approach120 and use code approach120 to get $120 off. That's code APPROACH120 at go.factor75.com slash approach120 for $120 off. Hey, thanks for hanging and coming back. We are the Approach Shot. I'm Sean Ashton. He's Neil Michaels. We, we promised you. I mean, Neil has argued with me. Yeah. I say that I am in the hotbed of college basketball. You're an idiot. I'm in you're just an idiot. Kentucky. No, you're an idiot. You're Louisville, wrong. You are check. so wrong. You're an AR. You're an Arbitron Nielsen kind of guy, man. Check it out. Every time an NCAA tournament game comes on TV, what's the number one market that watches it? Number one. Uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. <laughs> Who's the idiot now? Okay. Um, somebody <laughs> yes. who apparently yeah. doesn't know how to read an Arbitron or Nielsen. You're allowed. You're allowed to say. I'm sorry. I accept Coach, your the, apology. The, the argument here is that I grew up on the East Coast and I went to the University of Maryland when Maryland was in the ACC, where it belongs. To go to a Maryland game or a Carolina game or a Duke game or a State game or a Wake game—that's the hotbed. John seems to be under the crazy notion that there is basketball somewhere else in the country, but you know, I know just because we've got U of L UK and and Indiana university all within like 92 miles of each other. It means nothing. That's, that is why we invited coach Lon Kruger to come on and maybe mediate this discussion. (laughs) Well, I hope that's, I hope there was more than that. (laughs) Coach, how are you, sir? And thanks for coming on and joining us here in the approach shot. Uh, we're doing great, and I appreciate the opportunity. I don't know about the mediation part, but uh, otherwise, I appreciate <laughs> the opportunity. Well, you know, I grew up in New England. They don't have a college that knows how to play basketball up there. So, you know. Imagine you find some people to contest that one, too. But, well, uh, recently. Uh, but when I was there in the in the 60s, it, it college basketball was not a thing in New England. Um, and I, I came to Louisville, Kentucky in 1979, the year Denny Crum took them to the uh, first, his first national championship. That was the first time I was ever exposed to, to the actual excitement of college basketball. Maybe it was just because I grew up in the shade of the Boston Celtics. So, I mean, everybody yeah. probably would have paled in comparison to the Celtics at that time. Well, that's very true. Yeah. Not many people had the run that the Celtics did during, uh, during that, uh, you know, sixties and seventies for sure. And, and then even into to the eighties, there's good basketball everywhere for sure. 
there weren't many guys who put the uniform on whose name was Bill Russell either. So that probably had a little to do with it. (laughs) And why isn't he in any of the discussions of the goat in basketball? Everyone's like LeBron or Michael Jordan, but Bill Russell, I mean, what are you, 11 championships? Yeah, I think anyone who's got 11 rings probably needs to be in that discussion. I would think uh, so. so he, uh, he certainly wasn't uh, a huge offensive scorer. I mean, he's probably more the defensive side and the, and the shot blocker and the, and the uh, instinctive part of the game because there wasn't anyone better than him, of course, at uh, changing shots and blocking shots around the rim, but uh, probably not the go-to guy offensively that uh, perhaps those other guys are. Yeah, I agree. I was just going to say, I think it's based on style points. You know, Chamberlain was the guy who would, who, you know, put the the ball in the basket. He had Havlicek and Kuzi and others on the team, and he was a great defensive player, a great shot blocker, but because he didn't put 30, 40 points on the board or a hundred like Chamberlain did the one time, it's always been who can score defenses win championships, but being Seth Curry gets you on the front page of the paper. Yeah, no question about that. In today's game and the playoffs here, uh, you know, watching people put up, uh, you know, generally someone's going to score 40 points in one, you know, each night in the playoff mm-hmm. game, if not more mm-hmm. than one guy. And uh, that uh, is pretty hard to imagine uh, back in uh, the Bill Russell days for sure. Absolutely. Let me go ahead and yeah, the, yeah. Do, uh, do the, uh, the all that research. Introduce the man who needs no introduction. Needs no introduction. <laughs> uh, you, we filled out the bio bio sheet on you, and uh, it took six pages. So <laughs> just just a little bit more than normal. For those of you who are like, uh, I I know the name. Wait, help me out here. He appeared in two Final Fours won the Big Ten Championship, two Mountain West Championships, two SEC Coach of the Year titles, a Mountain West Coach of the Year title, a Big 12 Coach of the Year title, two Big 8 Player of the Year titles, helped the 1998 Olympic team win the bronze medal, won 674 games as a coach with a winning percentage over 60%. Holy cow. (laughs) So we're here to talk to you about golf. (laughs) (laughs) that's good that's good always look uh, forward to talking about golf and grandchildren today that's that's you do get to that point don't you where you get a certain age it's like let's just talk about the things moving forward i also want to mention one thing that i thought was one of those great little pieces of of trivia that's not so little lon is only one of three coaches in history to lead five different teams to the ncaa tournament the other two being Tubby Smith and your favorite, John, Rick Patino. Oh, yes. Slick Rick. That's yes, indeed. Pretty decent company <laughs> to be in, Coach. Well, absolutely. Whenever you can uh, be in the uh, same conversation uh, piece with uh, Rick and Tubby, uh, you got to feel good about that. Two of the best uh, that have ever done it, for sure. And uh, no problem there. Now, does the fact that you did it with five different teams mean that you just had the ability to coach anybody in any part of the country, or does that mean you couldn't keep a job? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, And there's probably people that that line up on both sides of that. Uh, (laughs) We, like uh, like Rick and Tubby, we had the opportunity to be around a lot of really, really good players and uh, and good people and uh, fortunate enough to enjoy every stop along the way and uh, maintain those relationships uh, even to today. And, uh, And so we look forward to always following those programs and uh, cheering them on. 
It's got to be tough, though. To I mean, your your loyalties now are split in retirement between five different schools. Right? You know, if they're playing each other, what do you do? Just maintain neutrality and go do something else or what? Well, that, that's true. Well, in uh, the year that we've been retired, uh, our son Kevin now is coaching at UNLV. It makes it a little bit easier to, to know who to cheer for. And uh, yeah. we'll we'll cheer the others on, but uh, root heavily for the for the Rebels uh, in Vegas. Cool. So the Kruger family loves the, the, the stop in Vegas. Absolutely. How, yeah. How long yeah. did you coach there? Coached seven years, 2004, seven. 2011. And uh, in 2007, Kevin uh, was actually the first grad transfer with that new rule that came to Vegas and uh, had a chance to coach him on a, uh, a good rebel team that uh, went to the sweet 16. Uh, a lot of good memories there. And, um, and no, uh, Kev and his staff will make some uh, new good memories going forward. Let me ask you a question about that. If I can just jump in here. Uh, A lot of coaches these days have their own children playing for them. How difficult is that with the coach with, with the father son relationship, the coach player relationship, and then the relationship of your son to the other players on the team. Does it get kind of tough? That's a great question. And uh, certainly a a sticking point in a lot of cases, we kind of had the best of all worlds, uh, you know, Kev, uh, when that rule came out, uh, he was uh, obviously going to be a fifth-year senior at Arizona State. Mm-hmm. And during those first four years, so we didn't have to go through, you know, the plan because of the coach's son. He, I think, may, may have led the Pac-12 in uh, minutes played, you know, okay. during those time, his time at Arizona State. So he already State. had his uh, reputation. Yeah, he kind of had gone through there. And, uh, and during the summer of those years, uh, he would come to town and play with our Rebel players. Mm-hmm. So they knew each other very well and act. You know, actually, at the, the timing couldn't have been more perfect because uh, we were shy of point guard. We had a really good team coming back, so they uh, they welcomed Kevin with open arms, and cool. uh, and he was a typical coach's son. He was the first one to the gym and the last one to leave, so it mm-hmm. wasn't a matter of uh, them wondering why Kevin was playing, right? Uh, nor the fans as well. So uh, we kind of skipped the sticky part of uh, that uh, uh, coach uh, coach son relationship yeah. and uh, benefited from that for sure. Because I know here in Kentucky, there was a coach who will remain nameless who had his son playing, who was not one of the better players on the team, but he, he still seemed to get a lot of minutes. But, you know, that's that's how it works, I guess. You know, <laughs> if you're the coach's son, you can get away with some stuff if you need to at times. But we have Coach Lon Kruger with us here, and he is going to come back. We are going to talk about more basketball and college basketball in general, and he in particular, and golf, too. I understand, uh, you know, you, you may not want to play him for money. So, anyhow. We are the approach shot. We've got a lot more coming up and we will be right back. Hang with us, okay? Hey, got just a little bit of an announcement here for y'all. Uh, we're giving away a year's worth of golf balls. Hopefully it'll last you a year. It's 12 dozen Encore Golf Vero X1 golf balls. Check it out, man. These things have been highly rated compared to and in many tests uh, exceeding the performances of Pro V1s and Pro V1Xs. It's from Encore Golf. It's the Vero X1. We have 12 dozen and we're giving them away. You can enter. Simply go to uh, our Facebook page at, at facebook.com slash approach shot podcast or our sister podcast, facebook.com slash golf guys. Guys, let's talk underwear, specifically Tommy John's hammock pouch underwear. When you're wearing Tommy John's hammock pouch underwear, you're so much more comfortable. You can do everything better. My wife said to me, this dinner you cooked is so much better. And I said, well, I'm wearing my Tommy John's. So then she motioned to the bedroom and I said, trust me, that won't be any better. And you know why? 
I won't be wearing my Tommy Johns. That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics. With over 17 million pairs sold, men across America love their Tommy John underwear. I love my Tommy Johns. They really do make everyday living so much easier and more comfortable. And hey, it's Tommy John's anniversary month, so whether you're trying them for the first time or you're a longtime fan, now get 25% off site-wide at tommyjohn.com approach. Go to tommyjohn.com approach today for 25% off site-wide. tommyjohn.com approach. See site for details. Now we are the approach shot and we are back. I'm John Ashton. He is Neil Michaels. Coach Lon Kruger is our guest. The first really from the from the ranks of of premier college coaches that we've been able to uh, to convince to come on with us. And we really appreciate it, Coach. There Thanks for spending some Absolutely. time with us there, man. Our pleasure. Doesn't take any arm twisting here to talk about <laughs> golf and basketball. It's a good combination. That really is. And and right before the break, we were talking about that the ability to sort of be in people's shadows. Interesting that your son is coaching at UNLV, where you coached for seven years, and you took over for Jerry Tarkanian, who was a legend in Las Vegas. How hard is it for your son and for you to step in those kinds of shoes? Actually, uh, you know, Coach Tark retired uh, sometime in the early 90s, and we came in in 2004. So okay. we had the benefit of not having to follow immediately after you know, <laughs> Coach Tark's retirement, because that would have been impossible. I mean, yeah. that, the games he won and the national championship uh, in the early 90s, uh, certainly outstanding. So there were three or four coaches between Tark and ourselves in 2004, so uh, much uh, uh, easier than uh, stepping in immediately yeah. on his heels. As in the radio business, it was the same way, man. I would never take a morning gig if I was replacing somebody who had been there for more than like seven years. Exactly. I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. No. That's what the guy after you said too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so coach, we, we promised that we were going to talk a little golf here. Um, before we came on, you told me that you just finished the coaches versus cancer uh, tournament in Vegas and played with a whole bunch of coaches and that over the period of time that you played, you raised $1.8 million for American Cancer Society. Congratulations. Let's t- let's talk a little bit about your role, because I know you're uh, a chairman there. You're kind of the head coach there. Tell us and how people can get involved. Well, actually, I'm, I'm the chair of the National Council for uh, Coaches versus Cancer. And it's, mm-hmm. uh, we're in the 30th year. It all started in the early 90s as a result of a diagnosis of cancer for Norm Stewart the coach of Missouri at that time. And Norm is still uh, alive and doing well and the cancer survivor still in uh, in his early 90s. So uh, it's amazing the progress we've made in the fight against cancer. But coaches across the country, partnership with NABC, fighting cancer is kind of the national you know, choice of charity, if you will. So coaches do a great job using their platform to promote the fight against cancer and to help our great doctors and researchers, uh, you know, through the raising of money, have better tools uh, to fight the disease. And uh, we've made progress. And now with the president's uh, moonshot initiative, where they're, uh, you know, setting a goal of reducing the cancer mortality by 50% 
in the next 25 years, uh, wow. there's, there's a lot of good movement mm-hmm. right now. But a long way to go. And yeah, you know, the uh, event in uh, Vegas this uh, past weekend, this 15th year, raised over $12 million from the event in those 15 years. Of course, 1.8 from this past weekend. 25 coaches from across the country bring their boosters to Vegas, play great courses like uh, Southern Highlands and Shadow Creek and Cascada mm-hmm. and have a great time, uh, but, uh, but not losing focus of, of why they're here had 330 golfers in town this mm-hmm. weekend and uh, and a great sponsor of uh, Sanford Health out of uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, you know, our half million dollar sponsor per year. So wow. they're a wow. great, great partner. And yeah. MGM, uh, MGM Resorts provides all the rooms and all the receptions during the time. So it's, it's a good deal. People have a good time and it's uh, become a reunion over the last few years where people come every year and it just keeps growing. Isn't the, yours the same organization that does the uh, golf tournament uh, preceding the ACC football championship? Because I've seen uh, that. Got me there. I'm not, I've I'm seen not that on TV. A lot of coaches come in and play in that. Well, I'm know. sure if, if they're raising money to fight cancer, it's, it's uh, regardless of the organization. It's, it's oh, sure. Golf. Yeah. It's a good yeah. thing. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just blown away by, by how good golfers uh, many of the, uh, the college coaches in the world are. I mean, they're just phenomenal. Yeah, it's a great way to relate with your boosters, your mm-hmm. alumni, you know, fundraisers. Um, you know, coaches are asked all the time to participate in those types of events. It's a good way to learn a lot about a person, uh, playing golf with them and uh, spending some uh, three or four hours on the course. Exactly. John, was that your shy way of asking him what his handicap is? No, I can come right out. What's your handicap? Well, it was never good enough, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a true deal right there. There you go. That's right. Don't give away any negotiating possibilities. On the, first <laughs> the, next day, the next answer is really none of your business, John. Uh, right? Exactly. <laughs> How about I tell you on the course after we've had a few? <laughs> well, and, and Coach, you're also involved with Member for a Day. And in fact, that's how we got together is that you were auctioned off. Um, and Member for a Day allows people, allows golfers all over the world, all over the country to literally go in and bid in an auction to be a member of a particular course for a day but in your case and in a couple of other cases they actually associate you with that so they would you would go and play at a particular course with a celebrity and you were auctioned off a while ago how did that uh, all go well, it's gone very well um you know eric uh, sadransk who uh you know heads up member for a day last two years has uh you know allowed uh, you know the coaches versus cancer program uh, to ben- benefit from the money raised and uh, it's been around, uh, you know, just over $200,000 each of the last two years. So, mm. you know, yeah, you know, you're auctioning off uh, Ken Griffey, you're auctioning off a uh, Roy Williams, uh, Dana Altman, you know, you go down the line a long way and, and uh, people pay, uh, you know, anywhere from three to, to five to $15,000, you know, to spend a day on the course and have lunch with a Ken Griffey or, or uh, Roy Williams. And, uh, and that uh, that's money well spent for a good cause. Yeah, I'll drop a couple of the other names. They also auctioned off Bo Jackson, actor Bill Murray, Clyde the Glide Drexler, and uh, Eric and his organization, member for a day, has raised over three million bucks in his first two years, which is incredible to me. Okay, over two years, that would be one thing, but it's his first two years for doing that. And so uh, I'm delighted that you got involved with that. Eric's a terrific guy. We're going to have him on the show at some point. And again, go to memberforaday.com. I realize they just posted a couple of new auctions there. So if you want to play like a member on some course somewhere that you couldn't ever get into, now you can. 
Mm-hmm. So there you go. Bill Murray's right, coach, son's there's... a basketball coach too. Oh, that? that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. You way to go, John. Way to put that in there. Hey, Not thanks. on my sheet. Not anywhere on my sheet. That's why I'm here, buddy. <laughs> there you go. All right. So much for the promoting stuff. I have a couple of questions for you regarding your non-basketball athletic career coach. Um, I read that you played minor league baseball for the St. Louis Cardinals organization and at one point were invited to train to go to training camp with the Dallas Cowboys. Is that true? Well, mostly true. You know, <laughs> mostly it, true. It, it, <laughs> okay. you know those stories get better with uh, as you get older and retire, those stories get better uh, naturally. But uh, <laughs> did play did play minor league baseball with the Cardinals in St. Pete back in uh, what, 74. And um did participate in a cowboy tryout. That was back when the Cowboys were traveling around the country. I played basketball and baseball at Kansas State University. And they were traveling around and, and trying out, if you will, other sport athletes, non-football players in college. And, uh, you know, to, and uh, they kind of made a hit with a couple of defensive backs and receivers, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Bob Hayes and some other guys back in, in those days. Heard the name, uh, yeah. College, but uh, but did uh, with with the, but they didn't uh, they didn't uh, come back for a second workout with me, so they weren't too impressed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the world of basketball probably thanks them for that. <laughs> you you brought up a name, and and I'm I'm gonna just I'm going off on a tangent here, but uh, oh, and, for, oh boy. and forgive me, but okay. but coach, you and and others of your generation, you mentioned Roy Williams, uh, Denny Crum, who who I know well here in town and a bunch of, of coaches of, of the same generation. Y'all have basically the same hairstyle. Is that <laughs> like losing, like losing it, right? Like losing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we joined millions of other men that uh, have that same hairstyle. So uh, being a basketball coach uh, doesn't he exclude you from moving in that direction. <laughs> Well, if if you're going to go down the fashion road, John, and you're mm-hmm. going to go down this road, then I'm going to take your tangent. I see your tangent, and I raise you a tangent. Okay, Coach, when are we going to get to a point where college and NBA coaches no longer run up and down the side in a suit? When, when are we going to get to a point where it's going to be okay to put a golf shirt and, and a pair of jeans or a pair of khakis on? Well, as you know, since the pandemic, uh, it's really leaped in that direction. You know, mm-hmm. uh, very few coaches today, actually, in college uh, or the NBA are wearing suits. Uh, three years ago, probably 80 to 90 percent of the coaches did wear suits. Mm-hmm. Probably today, uh, probably less than you know 10 percent you know, are wearing suits on the sidelines. So moving that direction, uh, for sure, it's uh, certainly uh, more comfortable. Uh, maybe he doesn't quite look the same professionally, but uh, uh, from an activity standpoint, uh, a lot easier. Yeah. What's, what's his name? I knew it when I started, but I've just lost it. But coach uh, West Virginia came from Cincinnati. Yeah. Bob Huggins. Uh, Bob, yeah. Bob Huggins. Yeah. He hasn't worn a suit. Hall I think Famer, in forever. Hall of Famer, Bob Huggins. Uh, deserving to so. Yeah. 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 He's got, right, that, have, supporter, I, he's got that uh, pullover and, uh, yeah. and he's made that pretty popular on the yeah. sideline. He always looks, he looks comfortable at least, you know, (laughs) I have one more loyalty question for you since we brought that up earlier, since you played for Kansas state and you also coached Kansas state, even though you, you coached some terrific programs, Florida, Illinois, UNLV, and of course, Oklahoma, 
is there part of you that will always be a Kansas State guy first? Oh, absolutely. No question about that. You know, I've still got great relationships with uh, teammates from the early 70s. Uh, we get together often, and uh, anytime they're playing, uh, we're, we're tuning in to check out the score, and we get back to campus, uh, certainly as an alum of Kansas State, and grew up just 45 minutes down the road from Manhattan, Kansas, in a small town of Silver Lake. Uh, 800 <laughs> people at that time growing wow. up. So, uh so a huge, huge uh, loyalty to Kansas State, uh, certainly, uh, you know, uh, above everyone else. Really cool. We've got a bunch more questions. In fact, we have a formal thing we call a six-pack, which which Neil has been working on feverishly for the least 20, 25 minutes. And I, I actually have the fever, yes. Yes, indeed. And we're going to come right back and we're going to do that. We are the approach shot, and we do uh, suggest maybe you hang out with us and Coach Lon Kruger. We'll be right back. Have current events affected the ability for you to pay your bills? Has your credit card debt overwhelmed you? Has your income decreased because you're working less or have you lost your job? Credit Guard of America may be able to help you find a solution to this problem. We offer a free, no-obligation consultation to learn how you can cut your payments by up to half and potentially lower your interest down to zero. Credit Guard of America is an A-plus rated nonprofit company that will work on your behalf. Credit Guard of America is licensed in all 50 states and has counseled over 1 million consumers struggling with debt just like you. Let us help you analyze and prioritize your debt. Negotiate with your creditors to reduce interest and payments. Set up one affordable monthly payment and provide ongoing education and support. Call now for a free no-obligation consultation and learn how you can become debt-free. Call 800-613-7650. That's 800-613-7650. 800-613-7650. Texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Men, want to feel younger, stronger, leaner? You don't have to slow down after 40. Frank Thomas found the secret to staying in shape with the energy and drive of his 20s. Man, you look like you could still hit it a mile. I feel great, too. What gives? After 40, men slow down. It's harder to stay in shape. Why? Our free testosterone levels drop. It happened to me. And then I found Nugenics Total T. New Nugenics Total T is our most powerful man-boosting formula ever because it boosts your free testosterone and your total testosterone. Nugenics Total T helps provide even more energy, performance, testosterone, and muscle-boosting ingredients for even better results. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T, text GRIT to 321321. Samples are not available in stores. Well, wait. What are you going to do something about it now? I got to try Nugenics Total Tea. Text GRIT to 321321 for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. That's G-R-I-T to 321321. And we are here, The Approach Shot. I'm John Ashton. He is Neil Michaels. Coach Von Kruger has been our guest and still is. Uh, he has not run away yet. However, with the six-pack, he may have the urge to do that. We we have not uh, tied him to his chair, so he is unrestrained at the moment. And so are the questions. I just have one question before we get into the six-pack, Coach, is, is if – do you play in any, you know, alumni games – the quote unquote old timer games or anything like that? No, no, definitely not. Not okay. anymore. Uh, we just, uh, you know, we'll be 70, 70 years old in August. Wow. So uh, we, uh, we definitely don't do that. Enjoyed that a few years ago, but uh, 
haven't uh, run up and down the court in uh, many, many years. Yeah, I figured the knees are the second thing to go. So yeah, yeah, yep, yep. golf and grandkids. Yeah, that's, yep. that's, that's <laughs> right. We don't mind. Uh, we don't mind uh, those two things occupying our time. All right, Coach. We're gonna we'll give you the six pack, the famous six pack of questions here. The rules here are simple. You give us the first answer that comes to mind. If you don't give us the first answer, you'll hear this. That means speed it up, buddy. You're just, right. uh, we, we know you're cheating here. <laughs> on the clock, on the clock. We got six for you. You ready? You're on the hot seat. Ready to go. All right. And we're going to start off with a tough one here. Usually I ease people in, but I get the feeling you don't need to be eased in. So question one, you coached in the collegiate ranks, the NBA, and for the U.S. Olympic team. Tell us what were the things you enjoyed the most about each level and the thing that you enjoyed least. Well, the most about uh, college, for sure, is uh, the opportunity to work with young people who are developing and aspire to get to the next level. And in the NBA, uh, you probably don't quite get that same level of uh, togetherness. It's more about uh, the business side of it, understandably so. They've got families, they've got agents, they've got all that. And uh, never did actually coach the Olympic team. I coached in USA basketball. You know, people represent their country and compete uh, with uh, great passion and the satisfaction of winning gold medals, which, of course, the USA always does, is uh, very satisfying. Excellent. All right. Question two, then. Let's switch to golf. What's the absolute best and absolute worst golf shot you've ever hit? <laughs> well, we've had, a, had, had a, you know, I think four hole-in-ones. So, I mean, of course, wow. we always have to rank up there pretty high. And uh, wow. that's just greedy, Coach. Yeah. Just, yeah. He just you know, slid that right in on us, didn't Right he? in. Uh, no, modesty aside, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and the number of worst, I mean, I can't even start to list. I mean, how do you list the worst golf shots? There's, I mean, any golfer, there's been a ton of them. So, you know, it'd probably have to be uh, missing a one-foot putt or something like that. Mm. Or hitting wondered, somebody. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I go with the ball. I've done that a couple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not on I, wondered, I wondered if you were with somebody that you had a rivalry with or somebody you were trying to impress, and there was that putt that would have put you over a certain level. Well, when you play enough, there's going to be a lot of those. A lot of those oh, yeah. uh, you remember every five-footer or, or four-footer that you miss, and you realize uh, you can't set your expectations too high. You'd be frustrated all the time by this game. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best players in the world uh, only make, uh, what, half of their eight-footers. Uh, yeah. You shouldn't know, expect too much of yourself. Yeah. Gotcha. All right, question three. I don't know if you knew this coming in, but we at the Approach Shot have this magic wand, and it gives you power. In this case, it gives you the power to change the outcome of one game that you coached or played, what game would you change? Oh, goodness. Uh, probably, uh, you know, losing to, to Duke in the semifinal game at the Final Four in 94. Uh, you know, we had uh, came down to last possession, and uh, we got called, of course, it was a bad call for charge. <laughs> and, uh, of course it was. And they always Duke, are. <laughs> Duke won that, and they played in the championship game, and, uh, and we didn't. Very good. Yeah. All right. Question four, back to the golf course what's the most memorable round of golf you have ever played well i guess you know for the first time I did shoot shoot my age this year so all right uh, congratulations uh, yeah yeah i had to had to get pretty old before i could do that yeah. but, uh, <laughs> i guess that's usually the case yeah i'm looking Very forward good. to shooting my age I, I just hope i can live to 98 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right the, the magic wand is still here as you can hear and it just eliminated any history you ever had with the game of basketball. So 
based on what we had said before, would you have continued pursuing your career in baseball or tried a little bit more in the football area or something else entirely? <laughs> my first love growing up was always baseball. You know, my dad was a baseball player, uh, semi-pro leagues, uh, that type of thing. No, never officially minor leagues, but a uh, huge fan of baseball. And, uh, you know, as a kid um, in the 60s, you grow up thinking, uh, you know, nothing better than being a major league baseball player. Yeah. So I always uh, thought that's just what we do. Of course, it's harder than uh, than it looks like, of course, to get to that mm-hmm. level. But uh, when you're eight, nine, and ten, you think, well, sure, that's what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And uh, that would have been uh, that would have been uh, our uh, lifetime goal. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't have been so bad in the '60s or '70s to play for the St. Louis Cardinals, would it? <laughs> Not too bad. <laughs> All right. And question six, and we ask this of everybody who comes on the show, since we are the approach shot coach in your approach to life, what one rule do you live by? I grew up uh, with a great set of parents and uh, we, we just had a couple rules, uh, you know, was, uh, you know, just uh, if you don't have anything good to say about someone, you know, you, you say mm-hmm. nothing at all, you know, there's nothing worse in the world than gossiping and uh, creating, you know, stories and, uh, you know, tension, especially, you know, we talk about that a lot with our players in the locker room. You know, you just, uh, you got to be for each other. You got to be about each other. You got to be pulling for each other. And uh, that was uh, uh, huge for us. And the other thing is if, you know, if you, you, know, you just never talk about yourself, you know, we just, uh, in our family, we never used the word I, it was always we. And uh, dad always said, if you do something well enough, then other people will, will acknowledge it and you don't have to. So mm-hmm. if I ever talked about, I did something at practice that day. Dad would say, who? You know, mm-hmm. I did something at practice that day. So uh, that, uh, that hit home pretty hard. So we've never used the word I in the last uh, 69 years. So I guess you never told your dad you had four aces then, huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, uh, our, our, our foursome had uh, had an ace today. Yeah, there you go. Very good. All right, Coach. Well, you've made that look simple. You are off the hot seat. Well done. Never was on the clock. That's a good deal. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm gonna I am gonna put you on the hot seat one more time though. We're um, gonna we're doing this on May the 18th, so you know that the coach does not have advance notice of this. Since you coached for the Hawks and you coached with the Knicks. Who do you think you're going to be looking at as the champions of the NBA this year? Ah, good, good, good question there. You know, four good teams remaining, obviously. Yeah. Um, I, I like I like what the Heat's doing, you know, as a team. You know, uh, Butler, of course, has emerged as a huge, huge star. But otherwise, they just, they just guard you like crazy. They do it together. They move the ball. Uh, uh, they don't give up. You know, many easy buckets, and, and Butler's able to to make plays at crunch time. So, uh, I uh, whether or not they win or not, I like the way they play the game. Yeah, yeah there's there's a lot of wheeze on that team. That's exactly right. Yeah, they're playing they're playing the Celtics though. So, yeah, yeah the can. Celtics play, play a similar way. You know, yeah. they got Tatum, of course, but uh, they're pretty uh, pretty much like Miami too. So that'll be uh, uh, Miami got them in the first one, but uh, that'll probably be a, a series that's. Uh, Knock down, drag out before it's all over. Yeah, there's this question I want to ask you, Coach, that that I, I've always wanted to ask any coach. Um, and I'm not asking for any names or anything, but have you ever coached a player who was an integral part of your college team, but you know he did not have what it took to get to the next level? Of course. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of terrific basketball players 
that uh, usually impact college teams that don't make it to the NBA. I mean, it, it's just a different, it's just a different level. Yeah. And sometimes uh, the best, uh, you know, some of the really good NBA players aren't necessarily great individual scorers, but they've got a niche and they, yeah. uh, you know, maybe guard, guard someone effectively or, or block shots or change shots or, just good for chemistry in the locker room, you know, yeah. just great team guys. So yeah, there's, there's hundreds or thousands of good college players that just don't quite make it to the NBA. That's just kind of sad too. When you see that, that's, and that's why these guys are crying at, at the end of when they're losing again, like, like when you lost to Duke in the final four, I'm sure there were tears shed by their seniors because they knew not that they lost, but that their career was done. For, for most, you know, when you think about it, you know, such a small per- percentage go on yeah. to the NBA and uh, yeah. all the college kids think they're going to, but uh, that's not reality. <laughs> they, uh, they don't get there at, uh, for the most part. Yeah. So that's, that's why big boys do cry. When yeah, things absolutely. Like that happen. absolutely. Yeah. And nothing wrong with uh, it's uh, being a very good college player for sure. Yeah, definitely. Did, did you enjoy your time in the mountain West as much as you did in the big 12, I think that there's probably something great about being the big fish in a small pond, but um, how, how did those two things sort of go against each other? Yeah. You know what? We've enjoyed every stop and, and wherever you're at, you know, that's always the toughest challenge, you know, whether it be in the big 12 or big eight or, you know, back in the big eight days um, or Southeastern conference or mountain West. I mean, it's, every night is a grind. Every night's a huge challenge. And actually, uh, we had a little different perspective in the mountain West at UNLV. We had just gotten fired in Atlanta, uh, from the, from the Hawks. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, trying to decide what we're going to do next. And, uh, and, uh, you know, as disappointing as it was, we didn't do a very good job in Atlanta and, and got fired, but it was healthy in a, in a humbling way, you know, uh, to realize that, Hey, we got, we got, work harder. We got to do better. And, uh, and the opportunity in Vegas, uh, was, uh, great uh, from the standpoint of around really good people. The mountain West at that time was really a competitive league with, uh, with really good coaches in it. So it was a great experience. My wife and I, now we're going to move uh, back to Vegas to retire next month. All right. so we love, we nice. love the city. We love the city and the people are great. And, uh, we love living here. And of course now with Kevin and two granddaughters, and a daughter-in-law here uh, oh, yeah. move. I was going to ask you if you're going to move into a room over the garage of your son, but uh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he wants it. That close. <laughs> I think when uh, we're in the stands at games, that's, that's as close as he, he needs us. I think uh, we got, we got about a minute left here, coach, any shameless self-promotion you'd like to, anything you'd like to get out uh, and want the people to know about who are listening right now. Yeah. You know, we're big. We just left, um, you know, Dr. Um, Karen Knudsen, who's the CEO of the American Cancer Society, uh, was at our event this year. And we talked a ton about uh, screening, you mm-hmm. know, and understanding the value of uh, early detection. And if there's something, I don't know what's more important than in getting people to, you know, to do checkups when they need to. And of course, yeah. the, the pandemic put everyone way behind the curve. Yep, and we're, uh, we're still catching up because cancer doesn't stop. You know, it keeps it keeps coming. And uh, so the early detection and keeping those appointments and uh, and doing the things you need to to take care of yourself and your family is uh, hugely important. And while you're um, talking about that, for more information about Coaches versus Cancer, go to cancer.org. You'll see Coach's picture right there. If you want to go in, just click on that and you'll find out more about Coaches versus Cancer. Uh-huh. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the time and uh, appreciate, uh, appreciate the promotion of the fight against cancer. So uh, oh, yeah. great work. 
It's kind of hitting a little close to home at the moment. My daughter was just uh, diagnosed with skin cancer yesterday. Oh. So everyone's touched by it. It's a terrible yeah. disease and, and making great progress. You know, people are living longer now with cancer. They're living healthier lives right. with cancer, but still, uh, you know, uh, too many are not winning the battle and uh, we got to keep uh, moving in that direction. Yeah. Well, you know, if you want to have some fun and contribute to a great cause, play in, uh, in one of the coaches against cancer uh, golf outings. Uh, you get to rub shoulders with folks like Coach Lon Kruger and others and uh, and contribute to a good cause and have a wonderful time to boot. It oh, would yeah. be almost I, as much fun as playing in the approach shot golf scramble, <laughs> which, which we haven't yeah. had yet, but it's coming. <laughs> yeah, the other, the other coaches and, and luminaries involved include Jim Calhoun, Coach K, Johnny Dawkins, ESPN's Jay Billis, Tubby Smith, Roy Williams, a lot of the guys that we've mentioned. Yeah. So uh, it's it's uh, it's definitely worth checking out, cancer.org. Certainly is. Coach, appreciate it, sir. Thanks, John. Thanks, Neil. Appreciate Thank it. You, Thank you, Kylie. It's great to have you. You, you guys hang out because we got a little more. We'll be right back. If you're like me, you've been hearing a lot about burials and cremation lately. It's kind of a sad thought, but thousands of these poor souls have to be stored in these big refrigerator trucks waiting sometimes weeks before they can be put to rest. And then and then the average funeral cost is over ten grand. I don't have that kind of money just lying around, do you? Everyone has the right to die with dignity, and an affordable burial policy can be had for as little as a dollar a day. Call Final Expense Network for a free quote. They shop for affordable rates from brand name companies, folks you've heard of. One call and you get coverage to finish well. You can even name your church as a beneficiary. Come on, you have loved ones. Don't leave them at the last hour of their need. Call now, 800-589-0470. That's the Final Expense Network at 800-589-0470. Finish well. Make a quick call to 800-589-0470. Oh, man, on the approach shot, once again, royalty. This man not only was one of the great coaches of all time, 674 wins, final four appearances, all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Could there be a nicer person on the planet, a more humble gentleman? Oh, man, he was fantastic. Absolutely love what he said about his dad. Teaching you, because you and I both did morning shows mm -hmm. with a partner. And I try to explain this to people that I know, because I say we all the time as well. And I do it mostly out of habit because there was always a we. It was always right. me and, and my partner or me and my wife or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, And after you do that for a while, you become more humble. You don't want it to be about me or you. It's about us. Mm-hmm. The fact that he taught that and then Lon got to teach that to all of these kids that have grown up to be adults, just fantastic. Unless, of course, you're, you're you know, doing the we are not amused, the regal we. Yeah, yeah. that would that you'd have to be a king to do that. Yeah, yeah. And, and we, we ain't. We, <laughs> we, and we are not. <laughs> no, no. Although I think you know, did a little genealogy. I think I'm about uh, 983rd in line to the British throne. If, if anybody that, nukes Great Britain, I'm in charge, man. Now, by throne, you don't mean toilet. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, you know, the the, the, fam, the not the family jewels, the royal jewels. <laughs> they will be mine. Wow, that's that's pretty. I mean, I think you should put in some kind of a. You should make a request now. Raise your hand and let people know who you are and what it's that's, all about. You know, Meghan Markle got nothing on me, so nothing, nothing. Yeah, they've they've already ostracized her. They that's haven't right. they haven't gotten to know you yet. 
so that they can do that. Listen, I think uh, once they know what a Tom Brady fan you are, you'll be you'll be off out of the will. Did you hear about his new uh, his new uh, Netflix show? He's no, doing, but I heard about his three hundred and seventy five million dollar deal. He's doing Ooh. roasts. He's oh. the new he's the new Dean Martin. Remember the Dean Martin roasts in the sixties and seventies on TV. Did, did you yeah. see the disgusted look on my face? Yes, I, yeah. <laughs> I love those shows. Wow, Tom Brady and somebody thinks that he's as amusing as Dean Martin and those guys. Wow. And going back to the humbleness, Coach Kruger, four holes in one. Yeah, I've had four. Yeah, no big deal. So. I was going to ask during the six pack, but you hate to ask that question and have him go, no. Yeah, four yeah. holes in one for yeah. a guy who says his handicap is he doesn't want to talk about it because he's not that good. Yeah, I, I'm a firm believer in aces being more luck than skill anyhow. So four times and that's you get very lucky. <laughs> Some people are just more lucky than others. What can I say? It's go. a game of luck. It's a weird game. It's a game that was invented by the same people who invented bagpipes and called it music. Well, remember, life is a gift. Go open it. You've been listening to The Approach Shot with the Weekend Golf Guys. If you like this week's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts. And find us on the web at ApproachShot.net. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. You only want what's best for your baby. And so does BJ's. BJ's offers a variety of baby products that will take you from playtime to bath time to bedtime and beyond. Shop now through September 24th at BJ's for $3 off Johnson's, Aveeno, or Desitin baby products. Only the best will do when it comes to caring for your little ones and for parents, too. Give your baby that special care and save big at BJ's. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.